Hey, Lewis here. I mean, obviously it's me, right? I'm the only guy who actually runs this freaking show. Anyways, I'm here to tell you about something that I'm working on that I'm really excited about. It's not going to be ready until later this year. However, I'm going to give you the lowdown on it so you can get it for free. Here it is. I am going to be releasing a podcast monetization masterclass. I've been spending the last few months on this, building it, refining it, even training my team on how to use this with our own clients. When it is out and finally published and ready, it will be anywhere from, I'd say, $47 to $197. I'm not sure what I'm going to price it at yet, and there'll be a lot of bonuses that go with this course as well. However, the first 100 people who actually raise their hand, say they want it, and actually go through the course and give me good feedback are going to get it for free, okay? So if you want to be one of those 100 people, there will be a link to a page where you can sign up and add your name to it and your email, and then I will send you the 1.0 version of this course when it is out, all right? You'll be one of the first 100 people. Once I hit 100 people, I am shutting it off, and it will be a paid product, and that will be it, all right? So make sure if you want this course for free, be one of those 100 people because that is the only way you will be able to get it for free. All right, that is it. Now back to this episode. What is going on? Welcome to the Podcast Domination Show. On this episode, I have my friend and client, Vito Lafada. Vito is a high-ticket sales and high-ticket offer creation genius. He's one of the best guys I know when it comes to understanding how to unpack your knowledge as an expert and turn that into a high-ticket coaching or course or something you can package and sell online. So Vito's had a long career going from offline as a personal trainer and running his own studio gyms to now online and running uh, multiple businesses. So you're going to enjoy this episode if you want to learn how to package your knowledge and actually turn it into a high-ticket course or program. Just a quick note, this is a Facebook Live episode, so the original version of this was done on Facebook Live. So if you want to head check that out, go over to the Podcaster's Inner Circle. Just go to Facebook and type that in, and you can get in the group, and you can also see this video along with many others that I do there. So enjoy this audio, and shout out to Vito again for doing this amazing live with me. His podcast will be coming out in a few months. It's called Rise of the Visionary. So check that out on iTunes now. You can subscribe now and uh, be ready for when it launches. So without further ado, enjoy my episode with Vito Lafada. Hey guys, Lewis here with a quick shameless plug. If you've been wanting to start a podcast or you already have a podcast, it's just not performing as well as you want it to, and you'd like my team and I to see if we can help you with our customized podcasting solution, then I want to invite you to go to dominatewithlewis.com. That's dominatewithlewis.com. So on that page, obviously, it's going to be an application-only process. Once you fill out that application, I will personally reach out to you to book a time for us to chat. And on that call, a few things are going to happen. So number one, I'm going to actually give you some advice that's going to help you get past whatever you're doing. So no matter what, if you decide to move forward or if you're just there to get some advice, I'm going to help you either way. And then number two, I'm going to share with you if I can actually help you or I will refer you out to someone who I know can definitely help you. So if that sounds good and you want to chat, then go to dominatewithlewis.com. That's D-O-M-I-N-A-T-E, dominate, with W-I-T-H, Luis, L-U-I-S, dot com. Thanks. Hope to talk soon. So, barring any uh, horrible, horrible economic breakdowns or this thing going into a complete shithole, 
<laughs> I think high ticket offers are a something that like a lot of times you don't get taught on how to create them. You just say mm-hmm. like, yeah, just price your offer this high and just do this, this, and this. There's also not a lot of, I don't know a lot of people teaching this, like how to create a good high ticket offer that sells. Yeah, so yeah. it's part of the reason why I wanted to bring you here mm-hmm. on the show. Cause I think a lot of people in this Facebook group are consultants, coaches, they have some kind of course that's higher ticket, but you know, I, I want to get your thoughts and feedback on maybe like where you're seeing the market first. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is a super relevant conversation we're having right now because obviously with what's going on, the question is, is high ticket still selling? Is it out there and whatnot? And you're like, it's tougher for sure, especially if you don't have a good offer and a good understanding of your audience. You don't have a good process to back it up. You haven't done a little bit of the psychology of what needs to happen marketing wise, then yes, it's definitely tougher. But it's still going. I mean, we're, we still yeah. sold three people the other day on 5000 to $10,000 programs because you're answering the what's the need of that person. Like right now, for where we're positioned, where we teach people how to build an online business, yeah. like the need has been like, oh shit, I, got un- I was unprepared. I was all offline, have no online. So when you can answer immediate need now, this is my problem yeah. now, to the wow, what is the desired gain that somebody wants? If you could speak to that, hey, I see your urgent problem. Hey, I see the desire of where you want to be. And you can make your high ticket program answer that. And it's relevant to the times. It's relevant to what that person is trying to achieve in their life. Then Mm -hmm. a person will still invest because barring like, if you're selling high ticket, I don't think you're trying to sell to the to the person that is just like, I don't believe in investment in my life. I'm not trying to not. Yeah. forward in my life and whatnot. So you, you should have hopefully built your audience around people that want growth, investment, mindset, all that. So yeah. you find the right audience with the right, what we kind of call that now to wow transformation. You will still sell high ticket. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that does. That does now. And, and we can kind of touch on current struggles because make it super relevant for people like, what are the biggest problems right now when, when it talks to talking about people investing in higher price offers? The uncertainty is always something that comes up. Like they don't know if what they have is gonna go leave them overnight, even though it's like that's the reason why you shouldn't invest <laughs> sometimes. You know? I mean, that, that's exactly right. I mean, that plays small mindset, short game mindset is what got most people into the trouble that they're in right now. Where yeah. you've been like, if you've been playing the long game. If you'd had the investment mindset, built assets, built stuff that generates for you, you wouldn't be in this situation. And oftentimes it's also if you'd built stuff that was online, yeah. et cetera, you wouldn't be in this situation. So, I, you know, it all depends on what your offer is. But for most people, the thing that has happened right now, the problem hasn't gone away. Are no. you changing your messaging to now speak to where they're at now. You're not using the old messaging you were using before yeah. or you adopted it or adapted it, I really should say, where you're like, hey, like we've had to change, like for a long time we positioned building an online business as the luxury thing, the choice, the lifestyle, the impact. And while all that still exists right now, they're not all thinking, I want that vineyard life. They're just like, I want to fucking get through this. Yeah. <laughs> so we had to change yeah. our messaging to be more about 
do you want more security than what you're experiencing right now? Do you want to be prepared and move to the new economy? Or do you want this stuff to happen to you again? Because the new economy is now here. The new online economy is in your face. So we had to adapt the message to yeah. go towards security and control more than lifestyle and things like that right now. It's still there because yeah. not everybody's dealing with what's going on now. Right. So adaptability of your message is a key to continuing to sell your high ticket offer. That's so, that's, I think that's really, really great and really, really relevant too. Even with your podcast too, like if you're still talking about things that like you recorded a bunch of episodes post pre-corona and now you're releasing those, you're very irrelevant. You're out of touch. It doesn't seem very personal and it, yeah. it's going to, you're going to lose listeners. So adapting the messaging and tweaking it, like you're saying to not only in your high ticket offers and your podcast and everything you're doing to, you know, what's the current situation like and what are the people's fears is a really, really smart thing to do. I want to reverse a little bit because I know you had an offline business. You still do yeah. some offline stuff. Obviously, it's not a but, oh, right retreat now, but style now. Yeah, exactly. But I want to reverse engineer into how to create a high ticket offer. Because at the end of the day, it's like we all want one. But is there a science to it? Is there a framework you use? What are some I mean, uh, like loose enough for here. If I was to be like, number one, you better clarify who you serve mm-hmm. and be really dialed in to that because a lot of people start with the product in mind. I'm like, you better start with the audience in mind and have done audience analysis to really like, kind of like what we all call it. And I'll give you two frameworks that your audience can work through and being like, cause you've got like discover the now to wow transformation. Yeah. And then if you're just breaking that down to what a lot of people have heard in the market, like solving people's problems, right. I'd be like the now, is what is that person's urgent, immediate pain? And I don't mean as in physical pain, as in like, what the hell is that thing that they're like, if this doesn't go away now, right? I'm not going anywhere in life. It's like one (laughs) of our, one of our students, Doc Vince, who created the live pain free method with us. When we asked him, where's your people now? It was to the point of specificity of like, they are in three months or more of recurring pain. They have tried everything, seen therapists, seen trainers, seen doctors, had injections, had surgery probably, and they're still in pain and it comes back all the time. I'm like, that is specificity of now. Yeah. And I'm like, what's their problem? He's like, they ain't having sex. They're barely able to work because their pain is distracting them. They can't play with their kids. I'm like, they don't like the fact that every day their brain is grating in pain. I'm like, that's, that's immediate right now. Yeah. So I'd be like, start there, start there and know your audience at that level. Okay. And then be like, where do they want to be that? Wow. That amazing place where life is freaking rocking and jamming and rolling and all that. That's the desired gain. They want to be like, I want to live pain free. I'm like, okay, now we have the two, the the bookends, if you will. Right. So now you can then be like, well, from where they are to where they want to be, can I start dropping the little problems and the little things that are in their way? Like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. I've struggled with this. I've struggled with that. Then you can map out steps and structure right. and make your offer look like the blueprint that walks them through the process to achieve closing the gap from that now to wow and then show the time frame it's going to get done 
you've got the top level structure of how you should design a high ticket program that's going to sell. Got it. That's I like that. So a couple of big things there, like time frame. Now the current situation they're in, the wow, where they want to be, and end goal. So like, I had a friend describe it to me as like, what's their heaven and what's their hell, and really understanding those things. So how do you how do people find that? And like for people who are maybe they have a podcast, or trying to figure this out too, because this is super applicable to how we worked with you on the podcasting side yep. of things. Like, where are people at right now? That was how you got when I read your book. I was yeah. like, this dude <laughs> understands the transformation shit. I was like, I like this dude. I like this. I'm gonna work with him. Right, right. So yeah, it's 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 so huge because one of the things I learned is like copywriting applies massively to podcasting. If you're a good copywriter, I believe you can be a good a good podcaster because you understand how to how to communicate ideas and also how to um, dig in people's pain points and yep. pull out what is what is really affecting them and, and put that on paper. So you can do the same with, with in the audio format. So what are some of the things you use or do when you're looking for those pain points when you're looking for those things when you're working with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, besides the fact that like, okay, let's let me go super easy to tools that you can use, go to Mr. Googs and go to YouTube and you start typing in some of the stuff, like how to deal with pain, how to, I'm going to use doc Vince because he was just a super easy one for people to understand. And you can literally start seeing what people are typing in help, how to deal with pain, at home, how to deal with pain at work. And you just start cataloging this stuff to just be like, oh, so when they deal with pain, when I was a trainer and whatnot, I used to think it was all the mechanics and stuff and this and that and the body. And they're like, no, I want them to know how the hell to get out of pain when I'm dealing with (laughs) shit at work, when I'm dealing with stuff at here. So I was like, oh man, I'm missing looking at them in 360, where they're like, I struggle with my family, I struggle with my kids, I struggle with this, I struggle So I'm like, oh shit, they want to know how to fix all this stuff too. So I started cataloging things. So those are two tools, right? Let's just do something simple like that. Right. Then literally talk to people and literally just be like, what are you struggling with? When you went through it, what was the thing that was most important to you? And they're like, the most important thing was I needed to get back to work first. Then they were like, I needed to fix this or I needed that. And you could just start being like, okay, okay, okay. Now that I've got a big list of their problems, I can start prioritizing what needed to go first, what needed to go second, what needed to go third, because then you can almost start doing the like, we're going to solve this in the first seven days. We're going to do this and they can be like, oh yeah, that's the thing I wanted solved first. So already (laughs) now they're like, you it's like, you're reading my mind and you're like, no, I'm just doing audience analysis. I'm listening to what you want. What most experts do is lean into their experience and their teaching versus what are they asking me for? What do they want? It's always just like trainers and stuff will fill out. Oftentimes I'm like, what's the biggest struggle your audience is with? They're like, they have range of motion issues. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I want you to go and ask me if any one of your clients ever woke up in the middle of the night and was like, my motherfucking range of motion issues. My range of motion issues are killing me. I'm like, that's what you think it is. They're waking up like my back is killing me. Yeah. I'm waking up my wife. She's not sleeping at night. She's hating me every morning right now. Can you fix that? Yeah. Yeah. That's you know what I'm saying. So just listen to people, talk to people, go online and Google shit. When it comes to, um, to interviewing people, that's the same thing. Like in a podcast, like if you just interview your 
ideal listeners. Oh yeah. Then like, oh shit, they'll, they'll do the whole thing for you. And mm-hmm. you'll be able to know what episodes to use and everything else. So I think it's a really good point. Like, so how many, for you, how many people do you interview or would you suggest like interviewing like handful? I've heard a lot um, of different Well, we've, what we, um, just to get in the ring, hopefully you got at least five, 10. That'd be awesome. But like, yeah. go with what you got. But yeah. more importantly, commit to an ongoing process of always doing like in all of our courses, we teach our students to put feedback loops in everything that they do. So at the end of each module, at the end of each major training, ask people like what was most important? What would you wanted more of? What was still missing? So we're always baking in constant feedback so that we can improve, test, tweak, optimize the way we create our curriculums. Because our curriculums aren't set in stone when they're done. They're good, is good enough to get in the game. Right. Then always make it better. Always make it better. Always, ah, damn it. They were getting caught there. They wanted this more. I'm going to move that up to step two, and I'm going to move that back to step three. Right. Awesome. You got to just gotcha. be always willing to do that. God, that's a great – I think that's something – I mean, I'm building a course or a couple of courses right now. And it's like, you kind of forget that part where it's like, you actually have to go back and revamp the shit or just realize it's not gonna be perfect. Never in the process, dude. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, there's always a constant evolving door there where you've got to re. You know, that's why we, for that point, like we often don't teach our people to go make the course like all the way through. We're like yeah. outline the entire curriculum, outline the process, get a couple weeks ahead but then build it as you go so you can be a little bit more on the fly. We're like, do three focus group rounds. After three focus group rounds, then go nail it down more perfect. Yeah. So that you're not being like, oh man, it was the first time I ran people through. They broke a bunch of, like this didn't work where, (laughs) when, and how. I should have moved that there. Got to be a little bit more adaptive right now. Little less perfectionist mind, faster in the game, faster in the game than make it better after about three rounds. Gotcha. Gotcha. So when it comes to building out that course, you, you talk about getting a framework out there and just letting it, letting people kind of tell you what they want actually and staying one or two couple of weeks ahead of time. Now, when you go to market with that kind of idea, what is your advice or strategy that you use when you go to market with a course that you've got built out? Well, I, I always like, use, I use a little formula that I've been teaching my people all the time called distinction marketing. Okay. Because now... You can't just even put a course out. You can't put anything like that. There needs to be three major elements for somebody to make the buying decision. Right. Not a feeling like a mechanical marketing sale. Da, da, da. You mm. must have message, which I define as what does your audience need to hear right now? It's kind of like what we're talking about when we have to be adaptive to being yeah. able to be like right now, people are worried about security and control in their lives in an uncontrolled situation. So I had to change the message from luxury lifestyle to (laughs) security right now. So it changed the message. So if you can get the message right, and you would have gotten and understood your message more when you looked at your framework and you understood that now to wow, that heaven to hell type thing, Mm -hmm. you'd have been like, my message lies in that process because I got to talk about this is where you are, but that's where you want to be. And you've been trying a bunch of shit to get there and it's not working. So your Mm -hmm. message is born out of you actually having a a, a method out there in the process. If you can couple that with positioning, because we're in a crowded market, we're in a now market, and it's only going to get louder now because the world, 
you know, for you and me that have known about online and doing this for a while, we're like, we've already, we're already there. Of course. Why aren't you? But now the world's just like this whole online thing and virtual <laughs> and home. I love it. So all these people yeah. are like, I'm going to go shift my business online. So it's going to get louder, more crowded, more noisy that if yeah. you don't have positioning, which is defined as your ability to give the person perspective and understanding hmm. about the message. So you got to be able to be like, example, I'd be like, so you want security and control. The perspective can be like, because now coming forth with more people coming onto the online world, if you're not there, your offline business is going to have struggled this much more. What's going to happen to that offline business when 20% of the market no longer wants to come back to the mm. offline thing because they love the online thing. Yeah. You need to move faster to go get online than what you were doing approximately 30 days ago. Right, so that gives right. perspective, understanding about why we're saying you have no security and control because you didn't prepare to be online. Now your business is getting crushed and they're not going to come back later on. Yeah. Makes sense? So you go message plus positioning plus method, process. If you right. can show that okay. you have a process because general coaching is dead. It's commoditized. It's free on YouTube. You <laughs> yeah. can basically be like, yeah. I have a method though for getting you there. So I, I shared my message. I gave you some understanding of it, mm. but now I'm going to say, Hey, we can make that happen in this amount of time with this process. That's where premium is. Premium is always in the process and the money is always in the method. So you have to find your way to make sure you have a method that speaks to a perspective about a message that they're hearing right now. You do that, you'll sell your shit. And is message also like the promise, essentially like the promise that, you know, or like the, here's like what you're going to get, here's what the desired outcome or results. Could that be the same or is that different? Well, the thing is, you're always going to have that, that overarching promise, that overarching message, that overarching transformation. High ticket is based on transformation, not mm. on service, not on just anything like that, because they're like, yeah. I'm paying for a result. that new life, if you yeah. will, that new experience, that new being. So you have to figure out how do I make that part of that in order to charge high ticket. But a message can simply just be, the message is the most fluid of them all because the message could just literally be like, hey man, listen, speed is important today. I'm going to use ours because it's easiest for me to give, give an example of where I'd be yeah, like, sure. back 10 years ago when I started building online, it was a luxury and a choice. Right. Today, building an online business is a necessity and a must. So that's a messaging. That's me teaching the audience how to think about the fact that I'm saying you should have an online business. Mm. So that's like that. how okay. I can shift the message. Yeah. But no matter what, my thing is just like, you want to build an online business. What you've always done mm. is you've done it randomly. You've done it chaotically. You've done it <laughs> half-assed. You've yeah. dug a bunch of half-dug holes. You never know what order should I be doing crap in, et cetera. We position ourselves by saying we're in the most step-by-step, -step, do it in the right order, <laughs> block after block stacks upon each other. Yeah. So that becomes us speaking to our process. Make sense? Yeah, 100%. Um, I think also the position that you've got, because you know your audience so well, 
in the fact that they've probably done this or tried this before and they've done it in random steps or random order, which for a lot of markets, I think that's probably a similar case, whether you're in sales, webinars, podcasting, whatever. So understanding those pain points. Um, what are some things you see kind of happening in the high ticket space now that maybe you didn't have to do or didn't have to worry about? Yeah, actually a bunch of my high ticket guys right now that already like guys already doing four or 5 million with high ticket. What we have to do with him now is be like, we got to prepare the versions without the coaching. So how do we modify the thing? Mm -hmm. This is the beauty though, of having a methodology and having like a brand offer. Yeah. Where you're able to be like, okay, you had the high ticket version with the coaching. You don't have to, you literally don't have to build another thing. All we have yeah. to do is change the offer by saying, remove coaching, remove this access, go make it mid ticket, create a payment plan on it. And now you have a downsell. So the people that can't do the high ticket, you have a downsell, but you didn't have to go make another thing. You yeah. didn't make another offer, another product, another, excuse me, you didn't make another offer. You didn't make another product. Yeah. but you just cut it up. So we're showing our high ticket people how to cut the offer up into mm-hmm. smaller courses or into DIY so that they can do a Netflix model. Like we're about to roll out like our Netflix model where we're like, Hey, we understand that you might not be able to afford our high, t- like our all access like coaching where you get access to us every month, our freaking this, that our tech team, our blah, blah. But yeah. we're going to roll it out where you can do it on your own. You can rent the planners and we've got it at a price point that every one of you can get it in that serious, but yeah. we're like, it's not another product. It's just our system offered at a different rate with different accessibility. And we just have to change the message when we go do our sales videos mm-hmm. for that market. That's mm-hmm. it. So a lot of people right now are just the ones that built a brand high ticket thing. We're just like, let's cut it up into an offer suite so yeah. that you can now have low ticket, mid ticket and continuity. And now off one brand model, they have three more offers in the market. Yeah. I I like that. So I had someone on the podcast the other day talking about this a little bit. You got your high ticket, your mid ticket. Now you're going low ticket. What's the mid ticket range for you? Like what's an ideal range of price? I mean, it depends on your market. It really does depend on your market. You're in the health and fitness space. (laughs) That mid ticket's like 200 to 500 bucks. Yeah, You're like, it's there, but you're in the business space like us. Yeah. And whatnot, like mid tickets, it's a thousand to two thousand. Got it. Got it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Just I just want to make on sure. your market. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing here. Like mid ticket, probably, yeah, thousand to twenty five hundred bucks. And right now, the space. like Lewis, what you everybody needs to be able to do right now yeah. is be adaptive. Yeah. That's the most important thing. Like I was on with uh one of our students that had oh, you know, or Jess. Yeah. And she has her always agency work. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, okay, take a section of it. What's the goal that you have right now? She's mm-hmm. like, I want to get some volume in. And then out of that volume, I want to get the people that want to send up. So I'm like, go lower on the front side if you want to drive volume. Right. And then once they get an experience, back end them into the other thing. So yeah. being able to be, a, she's like, I like that. How do I do it? You have to, as compared to, she's like, no, I'm only willing to do it this way right now. You're like, well, then you're going to struggle if you're not adaptive. Because right now, we don't adaptive. know how the market's reacting to some things. Yeah. So think about a strategy when you go in and what's the end result. I want volume and then a certain percentage to upend. Great. Then go lower price on the front. Ascend the people that matter, that are good, that show the work. Ascend them to the mid-ticket level. Yeah. 
there's going to be a portion of them that want to go to the high ticket level. Yeah. So I'm like, you can sacrifice on the front pricing because you're like, I'll get the quality people on the back end and I don't want a barrier on the front side right now. Right. That's just being able to understand the strategy of running a business model. I like that. I like that. So for people who are doing something like services, like high ticket services or agencies, does that lower ticket model look like a a course for them? Does that look like, I mean, obviously it's different for different people, but in general, for any kind of online services, funnel builders, copywriters, what is that? I would take the first, like? the first problem that your market has. Okay. And hopefully like you've built a process. So either which way, like you, yeah. you're like, let's, let's, let me see if I can do you on the fly. Uh, you help a person build their podcast out. Yeah. But well, your book is the perfect example of a front side lead magnet. Yeah. If you wanted to have just a like, I help you define your podcast theme, name, and audience, that first stuff that you kind of teach us, right. you could rip that out and be like, I'm going to make that the low ticket course. Yeah. I didn't have to invent another process. I didn't have to invent another thing. I'm just saying, hey, if your struggle right now is you just don't even know what podcast, who do I serve, and how the hell do I name this thing right so I'm hitting my market, I have a 30-day course on how to launch that. That's what I'd be doing. I'd take the first problems of the bigger methodology and carve that out and go speak to the market there because where are most people in any market? The newbie. Yeah, Most of the a, yeah. people are the newbie, the startup, right. and whatever the thing you're doing, what, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Yeah, that I'm like, do that, go plug that in. You'll go get the front side. Then they're going to be wowed like, damn, Lewis, I like the shit you're freaking getting us doing and whatnot. And then you're able to be like, well, there's, there's a couple more steps to finish out the whole thing. Of course. Do you want to go get the rest of the enchilada or do you just want to have half of this thing? And you can block them out and keep on selling chunks or sell them on the rest of the project. Gotcha. So splintering off like your offer yep. into pieces. That's super cool. I love that. I think that it, it takes some of the complexity out of it and some of the, oh shit, like now I got to go make another product. Now I have to go figure out a new problem to solve yeah, for people. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that yeah. true? I just like, if you're building a brand, you should be wanting known for something and stand for something, right? You want to be okay. known as like, I built the real estate freedom formula. I built Experts Academy. I built the mm -hmm. podcaster domination plan. Get yeah. known for that thing. Make that process so excellent. And then mm -hmm. just be like, have the version with coaching, have the version without coaching, have the little splintered out ones, and then have the version of continuity that's more like, it can either be a Netflix style or a mastery style where you could on like you could always roll out hey all my podcaster peeps that have helped you build a, a thing yeah uh, like you guys ain't sitting around like me constantly figuring out more of the podcast game and more about this and that yeah join my mastermind and i'm always dropping you the latest strategies the latest advanced tactics the latest thing and we're like great right. that's perfect because i'm not going to go research that shit that's what yeah. i'm going to pay you for and you can build continuity for mastermind or if you were like, hey, you can't afford my podcast domination plan, you can rent it for $197 a month, but you cancel, you lose the whole plan. Exactly. Yeah. Not where like somebody pays you 5K, they've got the program now. Right. Exactly. Got the SOPs, they got the systems and everything else. Yeah. You're done. Got it. Yeah. It's so a couple of years ago, no, I think it was last year, I bought the uh, URL Podcasters Growth Lab or Podcast Growth Lab. With that idea in mind of having a continuity program, <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things. It's like, yeah, it's on the back burner right now, but yeah, um, because all sure. things, uh, like I have to always stop our students. I'm like, 
Stop listening to every fucking guru right now. Yeah. Right now, you don't even have a process that you know works and you don't have an offer that you know sells. Until you can prove your thing works, until you think prove your thing sells, stop thinking about that little ticket thing, that little ticket thing, that continuity thing there. I'm like, you need money. Yeah. Get yeah. money up. Get money cash flowing. Then start making all the other bells and whistles of a brand. They're just doing – everyone's got fields of half-dug holes, fields of half-dug holes out <laughs> That's there. That's a great As compared yeah. to like fucking follow a through line all yeah. the way through, get it monetizing – then start scaling and automating all the stuff on the back end. Yeah, I think uh, that's half dug it. A field of half dug holes. I think that could be a landing page title <laughs> somewhere. So true. So true. <laughs> so we talked a little bit about your retreats, which are in your vineyard, which I've been to, and it's fucking awesome. And oh, uh, thanks, brother. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to hopefully getting back there one of these days. Um, ah, Zach. <laughs> Zach. <laughs> I know. I know, Zach. If you're hearing this. You, you asshole. Oh, no, I know. I love you, Zach. Um, but <laughs> I almost spit that out. That was great. So you got the offline ticket stuff. You've got your higher ticket stuff. You've, I'm assuming you've got some mid mid ticket stuff where it's yeah. like less coaching and more of the mm-hmm. you can kind of go at your own pace. Now we've laid in a podcast, which I know is launching soon. The visionary planner podcast, uh, rise, of the visionary planner podcast. And how are you going to use that? I'm curious to hear your strategy. We can talk more about this. Well, later, I mean, to, but, to your exact point though, brother, like why did we also like have to be like, oh my God, we don't know, like that message right now of rise as a visionary is slightly, we're like, whoa, we need we to pivot it. Yeah, yeah. we got to pivot it because we need to let a little bit of the market settle where it's at. True. We have to go talk to them about what they need to do now. Cause we're in triage with people. We're like, you have no online business. You have no, whatever I I'm, right now you're sending out an SOS. That's why our <laughs> next launch yeah. is our SOS project where we're like, Hey, oh. we heard your SOS. So we're going to teach you in 30 days, just how to figure out your audience, how to figure out what offer you should have and how to figure out a sales process. Because if you don't have that, you ain't in the game. Mm. So we had to shift our message to go do that. That's yeah. the point about being like, you have to be adaptive to listening to the market or you will just seem like it's just about you and not yeah. really about them or who you serve. So we had to delay the podcast a little bit, Smart much though. to your chagrin, much to your <laughs> chagrin, but it's all right, brother. Yeah. Uh, we finally got it all like locked down, almost every show note and everything is done. But that was our mission to try to challenge the our audience and let alone this world to choose to opt into an extraordinary life and yeah. opt out of an ordinary life because to the point of our theme, like, listen, I mean, we can look at the world right now mm-hmm. and look at government and politics and healthcare and the existing establishments of everything we've been taught, school, university, religion, family structure, be like, it ain't working. We got no. too many people living in the ordinary life and now panicked and freaking and unstable. And where we're like, there is a whole other way of thinking, acting, behaving, building, living that has us quarantined on a vineyard versus quarantined anywhere else. <laughs> and my friends in Brazil, my friends in France, my friends, they're all like, because we started the work a decade ago or more, some of us even more, mm-hmm. we're like, we're in a different place now. Yeah. And that's the vision we're trying to cast to the world, all of us together 
to say, what will the world look like? And then what will each individual community and life and family look like if we opt into this idea of living this way? Now, it's a challenge, but if we could do it, and I, I was a former like jackass, womanizing, Wall Street doing, drug selling, <laughs> freaking person in life that I've been broke four times, near bankruptcy, lost my house. If I could go through all that and then yeah. figure out that there's another way to live, it's back to process. There is a process for living extraordinary. Mm -hmm. A person just has to opt into it. That podcast is all about our versions of how we've done it, yeah. as well yeah. as the people in our life that are living extraordinary and how they've done it. Women that have been raped and gone on to live best lives. Women that have been molested by family and gone on to live best lives. Women that were shot at and lived as living an extraordinary life. So right. there's been all the reasons and excuses why they didn't, but they are. It's the clues to that life and that path of success and extraordinary that we're sharing on that podcast. Dude. Yeah. And I love the, you guys have a really nice setup with Zach, like the production quality is really, really tight and really high and uh, same thing with the YouTube channel. So I'm excited for that. Going yeah, back to your um, point, your, your statement about pivoting the messaging now, cause like right now it's like SOS, like everyone's kind of going crazy. You know, have you thought about doing a series on that on, you know, SOS marketing or SOS like plan and do like a series of on the podcast of how that looks like. Um, so in what way? So in essence, like not what we're teaching our market of our SOS, where we're like serve, offer, sale, sell, no, yeah. that's our <laughs> SOS. So we do everything in frameworks. Everything for us is in frameworks, acronyms, steps, pillars, okay. and whatnot. So SOS stands for serve, offer, sell. Those are the gotcha. three things that anybody that right now is trying to triage getting online or fixing what you have online, you better go back to those three things. Mm -hmm. Who am I serving and what's my understanding of them? What is my offer and process to yeah. solve that? Because that's what the offer should really be based on. And then can I sell? And do I have a sales process out there? Those are the three biggest things. So that's our SOS project. Oh. Have I thought about how to <laughs> teach another? Well, so example, with Jess as an example of this, she was just like, what do I do with my business? I'm, lo I'm losing some agency clients because their business would get hit. I'm like, yeah. we're just going to adapt. We're going to take a part of your offer, cut mm -hmm. it here, yeah. change it where she's like, I'm like, she actually came up with this. She's like, I'm going to put it out where everything right now on social media, if you're not understanding the changing of the times, it's right. why your social media won't work. So she's like, I'm going to coach how to get through the next 30 days of changing your message for the times on social media. That was her being adaptive and fluid mm. to what she needed to do. She didn't have to go change her process. She just changed the mission, I mean, excuse me, the message, and then the understanding, the positioning. Hey, if you don't change your language on social media to yeah, show people that you get what's happening on mm. now, it doesn't matter what you're selling them. They won't. They but won't she sold better because she created better positioning and messaging to her method for the times right now. Yeah. That's distinction marketing. That's fluid marketing. Yeah. I think that's really smart. Um, kudos to Jess. Jess is awesome. Um, but with the, uh, I'm interested to hear from you. Are you guys going to do anything, any content around? We probably already have on social media, but on the podcasting side of things, when that shows out, doing some segments on maybe like this current situation right now, how to get through it, that would potentially lead to that SOS program. I'm curious to hear from just in your, as a, just as a, you know, person who yeah, follows Yeah, I stuff. mean, with where the podcast is, we haven't been thinking about it 
that necessarily for the podcast yet. What we're going to do is a modified version of a seven-day live strategy that Brendan Bouchard taught me that I'm like, we're going to take that and do kind of a like, we're hosting this training. You're going to watch us build this training live so that, and we're also going to make it as evergreen. Like Zach will be there to record it, but Anna and I will stage our IGs and all that kind of stuff there. So live audience can watch us. We are building a training that will then lead to the SOS project. So we're doing it that way. We haven't really thought about necessarily yet. What, how am I going to cut that up into a, into a podcast yeah. episode yet? I think on the backside of it with our lessons learned from that, would I be like how to build like adaptable marketing for different times in, in the market, the yeah. economy, blah, blah, blah. Um, I, I'm sure we'll get to something like that right now. Just like a lot of businesses, we're like, we're that we're like, crap, we have to quickly get this lower ticket continuity out. Yeah. Well, for us, it's still mid-ticket, but we're in the business space. But yeah, like you as the business owner need to also be able to adapt to being like, what assets do I need right now? Mm-hmm. Like assets like what, for example? Correct. Like- so like so like right now, I'm like, we need to create the our continuity, mid-ticket, yeah. lower price thing, so we can capture more volume in the market because yeah. high ticket isn't selling as much right. as it used to. So we're like, that's priority number one before I worry about another podcast episode per se when yeah, we haven't totally. even launched it yet. So you have to know how to adaptively move your priorities to be like, oh, we got to recover some income and revenue. So yeah. that goes up. What's that launch look like on the backside of that? How do we take that and then go make it content that can be lead attraction or positioning, et cetera? Figure that on the backside because right now, the burning thing is more revenue to mitigate the losses of what another revenue stream you had was doing. Because right. right now, April and May, there's no vision in the vineyards going. Those, right. That's typically minimum 30 to 60,000 bucks a month for us right. that we're like, I'm more concerned about replacing that right now than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Makes, makes sense. sense. Oh yeah. 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 It makes sense. Um, just yeah, in, in the end, I'm assuming we'll still be in this kind of situation in June, July. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if what. Hopefully not, <laughs> but from what it looks like, you know, assuming then you have that up, and then you can take some of that content, and turn it into an evergreen kind of piece of content for the podcast and the places. Yep. So I think that'd be really smart. Oh, we definitely will. We definitely yeah. will. Well, number one, you're gonna always be like, dude, why didn't you do that? So I'll be like, yeah, well, I'll, I'll tap you on the shoulder if you don't. And let you know, <laughs> like, here's some things you should probably be doing with yeah. that right now <laughs> since you have that up. That's it. That's um, it. So very cool. Um, anything we, we miss with, with high ticket and or any keys or tips for people operating in this space right now, if they have a high ticket offer that they should be aware of? <laughs> I mean, not, not to be like, I'd be like, do you have a coach or a mentor in your life that's helping you? through these times, a lot of people are trying to muscle their way through this alone. True, yeah. And that is tough. Yeah. Like it was great for like Jess to be able to just ping me last night and just be like, I'm in the middle of this thing. What do I do different right now? And just right. be like, Hey, I've been doing this for 10 years. Let me just do this one, two, three, boom. Another person just emailed me like, Hey, can I jump on with you to talk? 
when you have somebody that understands strategy and understands making moves or has seen the good, the bad, and the ugly, the amount of time that they can save you and the amount of worry that they can remove out of your life and hell, in the time we're in right now where stress and anxiety could be lethal to you, yeah, you oh, damn yeah. well better be having people in your life that are helping facilitate you moving faster, smoother, and smarter than before. Big time. So get that in your life. People, I'm afraid to invest. That's your small thinking. And you may or may not be here on the backside of that. The people that are playing the long game are playing strategy or thinking investment. Because the best thing that anybody can do right now is skill up and build up. Because people are lacking confidence, right? Mm -hmm. So the way you get confidence is you develop new skills, new competencies, so if you're honestly like, I'm struggling to, maybe you, all you study was how to build the course, but you're not really studying marketing and funnels and business building. And this that, well, you better level up your business building skills right now because you won't be here potentially down the road and you better build up assets, revenue streams, diversify, protect mm-hmm. your ass. The reason that like we're fortunate because of persuasive thinking a decade ago mm-hmm. when I had- yeah lost my house, when I had lost income street, had trainers walk out, when I blew out my L5S1 and wasn't working, all those times in my life where my income was robbed of me and I recognized I only make money when I actually physically work. This sucks balls. When I own a brick and mortar, somebody can walk out with my income. I can only service the people local to me. I just thought that way then. And I'm like, I'm going to prepare for a different life. So I built multiple businesses, multiple brands, multiple revenue streams. Right. That thinking came from study of business, marketing, things. So I was always focused on my skills and competencies as a business owner, entrepreneur, marketer, seller. And then I was always building assets, businesses that could keep on going. So when I build one, I can then move on to the next. But that other one's still working. I can build this one for a couple of years. Good. Next one. Those two are still working and going and whatnot. That's the thing I'd be like right now. Don't even just focus on just your high ticket thing. That's important. Don't get me wrong. But I'd be like, what skills need to be on your radar and on your agenda? What assets and business models do you need to build right now for the future of where you're going? Yeah, It's cheap right now because people are making different offers. <laughs> be willing yeah. exactly. to get in there because yeah. this, is, you're gonna, this is a time that more people can get in and get after it. So that you have a better future, better life down the road and whatnot. And that's security and control in these, in these crazy times where we don't know what the world's going to look like in the next couple of years, dude, next couple of years, dude, that's, um, that's really heavy stuff, but really, really good stuff. I think too. uh, Yeah. My wife is always just like, do you have to drop such heavy bombs all the time? I'm (laughs) like, I can't help it. Somebody needs to sometimes have the real talk. Because sometimes I think we just don't have these deep, hard conversations enough and we've gotten uncomfortable with the uncomfortable truth. And that's a problem. We need to be comfortable with uncomfortable truth because that's how we'll move faster. Adaptability is your ally right now. Whoever's listening to this, be willing to adapt. Surround yourself with the freaking right people. Get more coaching and more process because speed is the other ally right now. The next 90 days, dude, where there's so many people online, if you're there with a message and positioning and a method, 
you're going to gain new market. So you win on the backside of this. I'd be telling people, pick it up, go faster, be less perfect, get in the game and you are going to win on the back. Millionaires are made in these times, my friend, the people that are freaking rushing to get out there are being smart, being like, Ooh, because for every adversity, there is opportunity An opportunity. This adversity should be more of a workout for our soul than Mm -hmm. anything else. And trust in our ability to figure this out. But I've always leaned on my my friends, my mentors, coaches in my own life. Hence why I pay it forward to others and why I have coaching and mentorship and all. Because I'm like, it's it's the circle of giving back that we all freaking Mm -hmm. have together. And that's why in our circles, the life is where it is. We want other people to have that. I love that, dude. That's um, I think that's biggest. I can resonate with that too. Like just having mentors and having people around you to lean on instead of running around like a chicken with your head cut off in these kind of times is uh, yeah. it's it's why you need it more now. So, for people looking to connect with you, what's the best place to uh to send them? I mean, this is on IG whether it's too, so. Insta- Instagram or Facebook is easy. Vito G Lafada. Uh, if they want to get some free trainings on building an online business, high ticket coaching, all that stuff, they can go to thevisionaryplanner.com got tons of free trainings, tons of ways to even get on calls with myself or the team to do some strategy. If anybody just mentions, I came from Lewis's podcast, I'll make sure that they end up on my schedule so I can pay cool. forward to your tribe in particular and rock and roll. Cool. Dude, thank you so much. No, my pleasure, dude. Always appreciate you and the work that you're doing out there for the help that you've given to us in getting our message out. So it's my gratitude to you, brother. Dude, likewise. Thank you so much. Hey, and don't forget, I have a number of free bonuses for you. That's Yes, these are free templates, guides, and stuff that I've actually included in my recent book, How to Get Your First 100,000 Downloads in 100 Days. But you don't even have to buy the book. I'm just going to give this to you for free. All you have to do is go to Louis Ryan, Louis Ryan, L-U-I-S-R-Y-A-N.com forward slash book. There is a simple form where you fill out your name and your email, and you get a ton of free stuff, all the templates and guides that I included in the book, but you don't have to buy the book. So you're saving yourself a chunk of money um, that literally will take you probably less than two minutes to accomplish or perform. So enjoy that. That's my gift to you. Use it. Don't just let it fall by the wayside, and I'll see you on the next episode.